Peace, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode on the No Lost Soul podcast. I'm your host, Maya Melrose. Thank you for joining me again. Today's episode, we have a very interesting topic I want to dive into. So I know my previous episodes, you know, I am constantly just kind of giving tips on how we can stay afloat during hardship and hard times and when our energy and our mood isn't in the best of state, how we can basically alleviate that and get into a better energetic space and etc. right? Now, with this episode, I want to kind of share my theory on what I believe life is. And having this perspective has helped me with managing life in a way where I can stay afloat without drowning with all the lessons and experiences that life has to offer, right? So I just wanted to share this perspective because, you know, most most times when I do share it, it opens people's mind up in such a profound way where they're able to shift their reality. They're able to just open themselves up into a new way of thinking so that it can maneuver in a more healthy way on how they how they maneuver in their reality, right? Basically, we're going to, going to be going over the analogy of what life is. All right, so it's interesting. You know, some people really think that life is, it's so many different perspectives on how we can look at life. How I view life is that we are in a real live video game. And within this video game, we can get distracted. We can stay stuck on a level. We can get caught up in how our avatar looks and feels and forgetting that we're the ones playing the game. We're the one outside of the TV with the joystick playing the game. So I wanted to kind of wrap that all in together. You know, you're playing a video game, right? Even if you're not an experienced gamer, you're getting, you know, with all the tools and whatnot. I'm sure all of us has played a game one one time in our life. And you know how there's a screen in front of you. You're the controller of the game. You get to choose what it is that you want to play, what avatar you want, what level you want to be on, what you want to experience, what setting you want to be in. You know, all of those options and choices, right? We have the choice to choose whatever it is that we want to play. So I feel that it's the same within life. I feel that before we came here on earth through our mother's womb, right? We were energetic beings, spiritual beings. And for some reason, (laughs) everyone who was here on earth, we chose to volunteer and sign up to come down here. We chose to raise our hand. We probably didn't have a hand because we know we're just energy. But we chose to put our energy forward and be like, yo, I want to come down to earth and, you know, experience what it's like to be a human, experience what emotions are like, experience what different situations and circumstances will feel like and how I can learn different wisdom and lessons and all this, right? We volunteer to do it. And I feel... When we made that decision to volunteer, 
we made the decision to basically make a blueprint of our life, to map out our life before we came here. And within that mapping out, we kind of know it as a natal chart in astrology, right? And the natal chart in astrology basically like breaks down your whole entire life on an astrological energetic point of view, right? So in the astrals, before we incarnated down here, I feel that we had the opportunity to choose what life we wanted to experience, what lessons we wanted to learn, who we wanted to show up into our path and teach us and help us and et cetera, what soulmates what would be included into our reality, who we may fall in love with, who's going to hurt us, who's going to teach us harsh lessons, like everything that we experience in life, even down to like what parents and family dynamic we want to have, what type of living environment will we be in, what type of circumstances will we have will you be born into a rich family we be born into poverty you know we had all these options and I feel like just like how you're in front of the tv in that game and you can choose all your different options for which way you want to go and how you want to play is the same way on how we got with life and so while we was in the astrals we made this blueprint we mapped out our life to Map out in detail, kind of have, kind of having everything predestined, but space to go off stray. But essentially, the end point will still be the destined point, if that makes sense. And so, when we created these patterns and these souls and these situations that we wanted to experience, we super mapped it out. We called in different experiences to help teach us lessons and help develop our soul grow into whatever it is that we need it whatever energy it is that we need to inherit and embody for our soul to be at a, at, at the level for that destined endpoint and in the process you choose who you want around like I said where you want to be and etc so in the process it's like you made a blueprint map out and then you also wrote up some contracts to bind yourselves with other souls. And this goes into like soul contracts. All of us have at least one soul contract with another soul on this on this round. And soul contracts are basically just energetic write-ups of what those two souls will experience to bring forth to each other in each other's lives. And it must be fulfilled because it was already a pre-written contract that's needed to be fulfilled in order to even have this experience on earth. Hope I'm not losing y'all, but just look, just, just a theory. Who knows what the truth or anything is? Like I said, this is just a theory that I'm sharing and... I feel that it can expand and broaden your mindset and consciousness. So with these soul contracts, that's how you have different soulmates. Because we think that soulmates is this one, this one ideal energy that we'll find in one individual. Where I truly feel that we have different souls that show up in our lives at different times, depending on what level we're at. And, and based on what level we're at, we call in those souls for where we're, for what we're, for what we're ready for energetically. 
So you're not going to call in a soulmate that you were never ready for. And you're not going to call in a soulmate that wasn't there to help you or teach you with something. And granted, even though we think of help as, oh, everything's good. Sometimes that help comes in a bitter form where they have to dog you out and hurt you and literally bring you down to your lowest depths of life to help teach you (laughs) maybe how to love yourself, maybe how to better go about certain things, maybe how to just incorporate your power and make sure you don't give your power away. It's different forms and how help can be received through soul contracts. And having this understanding especially what I've went through personally and, and, you know, just recently has helped me to better internalize everything what's been going on to one, forgive the person and to just forgive myself for going through that situation. And having this perspective has helped me to just remember that there's a bigger picture in all of this outside of all the emotions and hurt and pain. Sometimes we call people into our lives to teach us our greatest lessons. And even though they teach us those greatest lessons, doesn't mean that it would be the easiest or most happiest lessons. And that's what comes in the contract. And essentially, what be really blowing me, (laughs) if we have to bring it back to 3D, is that the fact, like, anytime I go through a really painful moment, I'm like, yo, I really signed up for this? I volunteered for this? Volunteered. You know, when you go somewhere, you volunteer to willingly do something, knowing that you're not getting paid or getting any benefit. You're volunteering. (laughs) So I make jokes with myself just to keep the situation lighter. That is like, wow, okay. We really raise our energetic hand in the astrals and call this in and volunteer to experience this. (laughs) So... I don't know. It just keeps me grounded. It keeps me humble to just have that perspective. And I know even in this, this perspective can help maybe view your life in a different light to help you better understand maybe why you had such a harsh life. And even down with the soul contracts and the the blueprints of our life, we chose what astrological sign we wanted to be, what numerological energy and numbers we wanted to be. And we chose all of the energies we wanted to incorporate into our 3D body, our avatar, our temple to come and play this game on earth. And just having this understanding can help you really just view your life in a better light. Sometimes some people come into this realm with such a messed up background, like, you know, maybe a crazy family dynamic, maybe just a crazy situation where they may be robbed of love or support and caring and nurturing and have to go through so many traumatic experiences or maybe disabled and handicapped and have to go through some type of hardship with not being able to function wholly, or it's so many different energies that we can tap and and play into in order for us to learn lessons and wisdom for our soul. You get what I'm saying? Especially, this goes into past lives, you know, 
most of us are not new souls on here. We have lived a life here on this earth previously, many years ago, and we chose to reincarnate because maybe we didn't either pass the lessons and the tests that we had on our previous lifetime that we have to achieve in this lifetime. Maybe, you know, things just didn't work out or maybe, you know, you messed up in your past life where you have to serve karma in this life. You never know what people are serving in this current life. And what I mean by that is that, let's go quickly too. This goes into, and not to break anybody's religious beliefs or anything, you know, but I truly feel that heaven and hell are states of consciousness and energy, right? So going back into the karma, say someone had, say someone had a previous life and they chose to kill people, uh, just murk, just was disrespectful to the earth, just a very cruel, mean, evil person, right? Their form of hell would be to be reincarnated into another lifetime where they literally go through hell in that lifetime where nothing is easy for them, where everything is literally designed and surrounded around them to bring them down, to allow them to serve that same energy that they gave out in a previous lifetime. You know, karma is, karma's always going to do her job, <laughs> whether it's in this lifetime or uh, uh, a next lifetime. Karma's always going to serve because karma is energy. And we know that energy never dies. It just transmutes the energy that you put out, no matter what lifetime it was in, is always going to come back to you. That's why a lot of us millennials, we chose to break generational curses and traumas and karmas and just wounds that our ancestors or even ourselves have created. And we chose to stop that cycle of toxic creation and chose to rise above it. We chose to not only pay our karmic debt, but to pay our ancestors' karmic debt. It gets deep, you know? And so it's <laughs> having this perspective on things, it just really lightens up this whole experience that we call life. Because we know life can get really, really hard. It can get really deep. Your emotions can get the best of you, where you feel like it's end-all, be-all, where you feel like, how am I going to get out of this? And when you can just zoom out of the detail in the picture and focus on the bigger view of the picture, it allows you to just just view things in, in such a more spiritual and broader perspective, you know? So that's who the karma. If you curated some karmic debt in your past life, now granted, it don't always have to be bad and negative karma. You could have did really well in your life and maybe your next life or this life, right? It's so peaceful. Everything comes with you with ease. Everything works out in your favor because you put in the time and the work and the dedication in your previous lifetimes where now you're being rewarded for it. Crime is always going to serve its purpose. So it's just interesting going back into the theory of why we may have certain circumstances be put in our life that we have to go through because at the end of the day that saying what is it what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and sometimes some of us we've had really hard lives especially maybe in our childhood or maybe still currently to this day and 
sometimes you got to just kind of wonder, like, is this karma that I'm serving? Is this something I signed up and volunteered for to help develop my soul and my spirit into a next level? So when I go to the next level in the game, I'm more powerful. I'm more wise and I won't do the same energy mistakes that I did previously. And what else could it be? That's basically, yeah. Whether either karma, because you called it and you either put that energy out and had to receive it. Or is this or is a soul contract where you chose to go through that experience to help teach you? I'm trying to think, is there anything else and why we may experience hardship? I think that's that's the basics. That's the fundamental of why certain energies get presented in our lives. So when we have that understanding, we can one <laughs> know how to operate better in this game of life. And then two, to know like we don't want to create any more karmic debt, any more bad karmic debt. We choose to create good karmic debt with good deeds that come from the heart, with come with the purities within us. And that's how you clear up your trauma and your wounds and generational curses and generational uh, wounds and, you know, just everything by feeding that karmic debt. We got to think of, listen. Energy is currency. Currency is what we will view as money, but really that's just a current flow of energy coming in and out. We got to look at our energy as energetic banks. Some of us have a negative, crazy amount of karma in our bank that we basically have to repay to get it at a positive balance. Some of us may have an influx of energetic funds within our banks that we did good karma, you know? So when you look at your energy as a currency, as an energetic bank. Every day with each choice that you make and how you treat people, how you love people, how you treat yourself, how you treat your environment and mother nature and animals and just the good, the good and the bad things that you do in life, you're adding into your energetic bank and you're either depleting your energy by building up more bad karmic debt or you're adding an influx of energy to increase your karmic debt and where you can be rewarded with that in return. So <laughs> some of us are out here karmically in debt, karmically broke. And the more we choose to dive in that energy and continue to give our currency into that energy, the more we're getting down to negative and negative and just increasing that negative amount. So with having this perspective, viewing things in a viewing things in a with with having like a a 3D analogy to a higher spiritual reasoning of everything, it just helps keep you sane so you don't lose your mind in this experience. Cause trust. Just as much as you have your spiritual team, your higher beings, most high rooting for you, wanting you to get to that destined endpoint, you have a whole negative team who's working for the enemy filled with lower entities that do not want to see you succeed to that destined point. So trust and believe in this experience, in this game, right? They're going to go above and beyond and go working OT, overtime, going above and beyond to send distractions, to send tests and to send things that can get you off alignment for what path you're supposed to be on. They'll send people 
energies, temptations, whatever it is that's your weakness or vices. You can even, this is the thing too. These lower entities, they cannot do, they can't have any control or power over us until we give them that power. So know when certain things show up in your life that you know you shouldn't even be tapping into or diving into, Nine times out of 10, that's to get you off your path because they can't get in your head and actually make you do something, but they can trick you into doing something for yourself to get you off your path via vices, drugs, temptations, things that we can get caught up in this earthly 3D man-made, not man-made, but um, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? man-made desires i want to say that man-made desires that can get us caught up into this 3d realm forgetting that we're a spiritual being having a human experience and to not get too caught up in the human experience you know what i mean so these tests temptations and distractions can come in all forms and trust and believe it don't always have to be outside yourself it can be within yourself and they can manipulate you and and trick you into losing yourself to get you off the path that you are supposed to be on, that you're aligned and destined to, that your soul signed up for. And nine times out of 10, when we stray off our path, that's when we get dogged out by the universe because we chose to go off stray. Think about it as if us driving, right? This is another analogy I love using to help people better understand spirituality. So, just how we're able to get into different cars, right? We can get into a white car, we can get into a black car, we can get into a red car, whatever car color that we wanna get into, right? Think of the car as our 3D bodies, our temple, our physical shell, our meat suit, right? And the person who's driving the car is the spirit and soul. That's the energy that's driving the vessel. Along this life, right? Along this journey in life, we have an internal GPS system that helps guide us to our destination to help keep us on route. The same way how if you was going to take a trip and you don't know where you're going, that GPS is going to help you, right? I say the GPS in this analogy is your spiritual team, God, your angels, your spirit guide, ancestors, ascendant masters, archangels, your whole spiritual team is your GPS that's here to guide you to make sure that you are on the right path, that you reach your destination safely, and that you don't go off course. Now, we have people that can be like, well, effort, I don't want to use the GPS. I'm going to go down this route and see where it takes me. And along that route where you don't have any GPS because you chose to ignore and turn it off, now you have other things on the side of you while you're driving. You may have a tree branch fallout that may could have got you in an accident. You may have you may have something on the side of the road, someone on the side of the road asking for your help. You let them in, but then they wind up hurting you or trying to steal from you or trying to rob from you. You have you keep going down this path where you was never meant to go down on, and you have all these things happen to you to wake you up, to make you realize that you call this energy in because you didn't want to stay on the path that you was aligned to. 
So in that experience, you have to learn harshly because you wasn't wise enough to stay on the path. You wasn't wise enough to take direction and the warning signs and the help that was gifted to you. You chose to stray off path and therefore you go through that, you go on that route and, and get all this traumatic stuff that's happening to you while you're driving, right? Eventually, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of getting my ass kicked. I'm tired of my car getting messed up. I'm tired of people coming in my car and I'm trying to help them, but I'm, I'm getting hurt and I'm getting, you know, all types of weird negative energy, right? Let me turn my GPA... <laughs> turn my GPS on and go back on the route that I originally was on and destined for. That GPS, granted, now for us to have clear connection and clear signal for us to receive the direction, right? We have to have a clear signal on our phone physically, right? And then bringing this in an analogy, if your signal and your GPS is a little off, the directions may not be as clear. The directions may be slower. The directions may not even show up because that connection isn't a strong connection. So in life, we want to build that connection. Think about it as if we was right above a cell tower. And now we have strong, uh, you know, a strong signal for our GPS to work where we can now receive clear direction. Think about that as your temple. Your temple is your form of connecting to your spiritual team the more you taint your temple the more the connection will be a little distorted and the more your internal gps will lag a bit it will be a little slow or maybe you may not even receive connection it may be searching searching trying to find the connection right all of these <laughs> analogies just help bring a picture in your mind to help bring everything together you know what i mean so you know you want to have that clear connection that's going to guide you and give you the direction and our, our our spiritual gps helps keep us on the path of what we're supposed to do now granted if the path that we're aligned and destined to be on has a little hardship has a little heartbreak has a little pain Essentially, the GPS will still lead you there, but they'll guide you on how to get out of there. And the only reason they led you there is because you chose to experience that to help develop your soul and spirit. So granted, they can't prevent heartbreak and pain and trauma and etc., but they can help alleviate the pain and help get you out of it to move forward, to continue driving on your destination, to continue to have you on route and get to your destined end goal, right? That's another analogy that I love using. And think about, oh, also with the car analogy, it helps to kind of picture, put in picture of what reincarnation looks like. We can switch cars, like I said in the beginning, right? We can be in a, a different color car, but we as a, as a spirit, we stay the same, even though we may change vessels to have a different experience in, you know, think about you hopping a Lamborghini versus if you hopped in a hoopty versus if you hopped in just a regular Honda, you know, those are all going to be different experiences with each ride. But essentially, 
the person driving it is the same. Now, granted, that experience can change and alter them, but essentially the, the, the foundation, the root of who that energy is, is the same. It's the same spirit that's hopping in and out of the different cars. So we can use that same analogy with reincarnation and how we have past lives. We had different temples, you know, vessels and bodies that we've lived previously on this on earth with a different life and lifestyle and different experiences and different you know likes and dislikes but essentially that energy that was driving that vessel was the same and when we and when we died from our previous life you know we transcended into a higher realm and chose and you know chose to come back to repeat a lesson to finish out a lesson to finish whatever it is that our soul and spirit signed up for because think about it we still nine times out of ten every life that you have lived here was pretty much you still had a pretty similar in destination uh, excuse me you pretty much had a similar ending destined point the variations may be different but essentially for what your soul your soul and spirit needs you know, kind of has that same ending point. So if you didn't make it to that destined ending point in previous lifetimes, you're going to continue to be recycled and come back until you complete that. Life, right? (laughs) So when we can just really grasp our mind around that, it helps, it helps lighten things up a bit, no? Because then when you're so caught up in a moment with your emotions and things get really, really hard, you can remember to step out of it, even though you may be in the worst amount of pain and, you know, you don't have the answers and you are looking for a breakthrough. Having this perspective can just help lighten your situation, no matter how deep or hard it is. Remembering that every day we're creating karma, whether good or bad. And we want to be mindful of this. Uh, another tip, laws of my art, we're supposed to keep our heart lighter than a feather. So if with, within your life, if you are calling in and bringing energy, that heavy energy that's keeping your heart heavy, you got to lighten that up because... When it is time to transcend and, and, and transform and transition, that heaviness is like baggage. You don't want any baggage on your heart's energy. You want to keep it lighter than the feather. Keep the balance, keep the skills balanced. So remember that, you know, with each choice and decision you make in your daily life, remember that with how you treat people to treat others it goes back to the simplicity of things you know life really is simple but we make it difficult (laughs) because of emotions because of our human qualities we make things difficult that doesn't really have to be difficult but we go back to the basics you know treat others how you would want to be treated because that little saying right there comes back tenfold just just because you may not receive it uh right away or maybe in a few years, you will receive it infinitely. Whether it's in this lifetime, another lifetime, your soul, your spirit will receive the energy that you've put out in whatever lifetime. 
So, you know, just remembering that there's a bigger picture in all of this. So we must not get too caught up into the small smidget detail in the big, grander picture of things. We can't focus on the small detail and get caught up on that when there's a whole view to zoom out of and, and view to, to get the masterpiece, to get the beauty and the whole vision. We can't be zoomed in on one detail because then we're looking at a fraction. We're looking at a fragment of all that is captured within this picture. So when we zoom out and we look at the grander, bigger, beautiful masterpiece, <laughs> it allows you to just help better construct and create your life like the artist that we all are. Even if you're not tapped into art or whatever, we life is art. We're all the painters, painters painting and sculpting and creating different things in our life. And it doesn't even have to be physically art, you know, but I feel that life is art and we are all artists creating our masterpieces. And it's not, we can't give our power away by giving our tools away. Think about like an artist. If the artist gave their paint, their tools, their canvas away, what would they work with? It took their, it stripped their power out of their artistry. So if we look at that too. Ooh, going in with the analogies. <laughs> if we look at that, is that we have to keep our tools onto us so that we can keep our power, so that we can create fully. We can create our masterpieces. Because that's our God-given birthright, talent, and gift, you know? So, whew. definitely, definitely deep, profound perspectives that I think really, really can shift one's mindset into viewing life in a more just lighter way. Granted, like I said, I'm not here to make anyone question their religion or dismiss any religious beliefs. You know, you feel that whoever your higher power is, what, I'm not even going to go in there. But whatever your beliefs are, you can have that. You know, I'm just offering a new perspective that maybe you can add into your mental that can go along with your beliefs as well. That's one thing I've definitely learned on this spiritual journey is that we all have different paths. We all have unique journeys that are catered and designed specifically for us. So it's not anyone's job to make someone a different belief system. It's not anyone's job to criticize or judge someone for their belief system. We are all a higher powers consciousness playing out with one another to bring back to source that's my belief but you know that don't even you don't have to believe that either and it's not for you to you know if that resonates it resonates if it don't it don't but if you do believe in a higher power and you do believe that god lives within all of us then technically you know you got to view it like not you don't have to view it but viewing that we are all a fragment of God playing itself out through different forms of consciousness, it helps lighten the picture up too. You know, I love breaking things down into a 
3D type of physical form of how you can view it to better understand it. And just going back to the basics, you know, we we don't have to make stuff difficult. And when we have certain perspectives and a certain mindset, it just helps us stay afloat in this game of life. And remember, think about like <laughs> if you're playing a video game. Well, granted, you know, some people are really hard, like true hardcore gamers where they probably would get mad at the TV screen, etc. But another analogy that I like to use is that the gamer doesn't get too mad about what the avatar is doing because granted, the gamer knows that it is in control of the avatar. Granted, when we go through a certain level that's maybe difficult or hard or where we just, it's kind of it's beating us, right? We remember that, hey, I'm in control of this. I have the power to choose how I want to get out of this. Even if it may take time, even if I may have to go through more pain, I still have the power to choose how I want to react in this level. And remembering that to not get caught up in one level because there's so many more levels to achieve and accomplish and go to, it just helps. Also, when you tap and when you're doing what your soul signed up for and your destined life purpose and you connect with your higher power think of that in a game as like when you get like a special surprise combo pack that helps you that help now helps your avatar go through the level with more ease and grace and not as much hardship because you got a little help that's your spiritual team so don't neglect the help that can help you through each level to get to the next level. And don't get caught up in a level because remember, there are more levels. <laughs> and it just goes into like how we alter our avatars. You know how you can choose a, a different outfit or maybe a different body structure or maybe a different overall look for your avatar is the same thing like in real life. We have the power to cleanse our temple to operate in a higher more energetic way or we can choose to dive into our vices and dive into our pleasures and kind of will be lagging in the game you know how like in grand theft auto it was like a it's like a little pill that you can take and it's basically it makes you feel like you're on drugs and then the whole vision gets distorted and you start lagging and it's kind of like blurry it's not as clear and crisp as it was before you know, that's the same thing. You, we all have the choice to do whatever we want to do with our avatar, our temple, our bodies. And if whatever we choose to do, just know it's either going to help us in that level to achieve, to go to the next level, or it's going to slow us down on that level and it's going to take us more time to get back to self and to move up a level. Let me know what you guys think. It's very interesting. I love sharing this uh, analogy and perspective, like I said. And to the ones who I have shared it with, I know it's made a profound shift in their life. And like I said, you know, you don't have to sit there and cancel all your beliefs. Granted, I still believe that there is a higher power when we choose to transition into another realm. It's way more peaceful and beautiful than earth is because earth is designed to have different 
energies and forms versus in the in the other dimensions is things are much lighter and I won't say that because <laughs> we we are in a spiritual warfare and there is some astral warfare going on above us before it ever gets manifested into the 3D realm but granted that 5D and above okay that 5D and above really it's like bliss. The things that we stress and worry about on this realm just doesn't matter in those dimensions. All that you are, all that is, is what's important. These 3D constructs and structures are only placed here to bring structure into the game. Like, we couldn't play a game with just blank space, right? You need your buildings and different locations and your different obstacles. And think about it like a little maze. You need the different avenues and pathways and et cetera to just kind of throw in a little oomph, a little, <laughs> a little, what am I trying to say? Just a little hardship. Because if it was too easy, it would be too easy. We all had to go through some type of hardship in our life to help us. It doesn't matter what social class you're in, what position you're in, what you have experienced, what karma you may have, good or bad. We all go through at least something one time in our lifetime. So just look at the, just look at it as, as <laughs> structure to, to, to teach lessons and gain discipline, right? But yeah, I trust that this will be received well to those who really need to hear it and receive it. I love viewing life like this. Like I said, it has helped me in numerous times where I didn't see no way out and being in such a dark place and kind of shifting and remembering having this perspective in the back of my mind, even if I wasn't trying to dive into it, just remembering that, like I said, there's a bigger grand picture to everything just helped me in so many ways to just help get out of that situation. Take your time. Nothing happens overnight where we can simply just tuck stuff away and move on, you know, like childhood trauma, trauma wounds, all that stuff takes time, patience, and grace. But when you have a profound stable perspective and mindset on why those things maybe had to happen and into your life you can maneuver through the pain and hardship and difficulties a little bit better than if you was out here lost with no gps no internal guidance right so yeah uh next time you are going through something just remember you are in control of your avatar. You are in control with what level you're at. How will you choose to get out of this level so that you can succeed to the next level? What will you call in to help you get to that next level? What will you let go and rid so that you don't stay stagnant at this level? And just being this, having this open-minded conversation with, with self can help tune our energies and frequencies so that we can vibrate on what we're aligned to vibrate on. And remember, with each level is a new devil.
So with each level, you're going to have your test, your temptations, your distractions, your vices, your pleasures that may try to get you off track. And you have to always remember that there is a next level to be achieved. There's always a temp. This, this is always temporary and there's always a moment to get to the next energetic space. Don't get too caught up in one level and the distractions of one level. Rise above. Rise above and know that you're strong enough for it and you're capable of doing it. So that brings and wrap up to this episode. How will you play your game of life? <laughs> How will you honor your avatar? Are you going to treat it well and nourish it and love it and you know just really respect it or are you going to give it up for the world to take advantage of with the physical things in the world that can destruct an avatar a vessel via drugs pleasure temptations food vices whatever How will you choose to thrive in your game of life? And how will you choose to continue to go to the next level within each level? Okay, so I trust that this brought some type of insight where now you can utilize this information and perspective and help you through your next situation or help you through your current situation. Remember to always have patience with yourself. Love yourself through the process. Have grace and trust the process and never lose faith and when you're being tested on your faith build your faith up higher and higher and stronger and stronger all right so i'm sending 13 love 13 peace 13 bliss 13 strength 13 perseverance 13 discernment 13 insight that we are all being the best version of ourselves thriving in our best environment doing what we love on a daily, being around the people we love, being around activities and things that we love. And may we have a beautiful, blissful experience in life. And may we have a beautiful experience on each level in this game of life. All right. Stay connected with me. All social platforms at No Lost Soul. Make sure to visit the site if you ever want to check out and just honor your temple and you know, treat yourself nice, head over to nolawsoul.com and stay connected. Also, another thing, if you want to stay connected with me personally outside of No Lost Soul, my other social media accounts is under Maya Melrose. Yeah, let me know how this episode worked for you. If you resonate with it, if you don't resonate with it, let me know, share your thoughts. So until next time, my loves, peace.